What's this, Stanley? Well, these are headshots, uh, girls to, uh, you know, to play the, the victim in our uh, news footage. Uh, okay, write this down. Young girl running from village towards camera, grainy, handheld, you know, news footage. Uh, send it to everyone. We're locked into Albania. Why? Albania's hard to ride. What are you looking at me for? It's the name of the country. everyone, this is Mike Haber. And I'm Mike Mezgleski, and welcome to the 30th episode of the Jim Church School of Digital Underwater Photography Podcasts. Mike is back from a great week aboard the Galapagos Aggressor, where he conducted our final digital photo class of 2006. As promised, this week's podcast will draw on the experiences from that trip. This week's topic is, when to use aperture priority. I know, many of you are thinking that we're always preaching that manual exposure is king, and we stand firmly behind that belief. But there are times when the judicious use of an automatic exposure setting can be useful in capturing images, especially when photo conditions are changing rapidly. Mike will describe some of these situations along with the benefits and pitfalls associated with automatic exposure settings underwater. On several previous podcasts, Mike and I talked about metering the blue to determine the correct ambient exposure of your picture. The first step, we said, was to set your camera on manual exposure mode and use a center-weighted or spot metering pattern. The next steps were to aim the camera to fill the viewfinder with blue water, get an accurate ambient light reading, set the shutter speed and f-stop for the proper exposure based on the camera's metering information, and then recompose to the shot in mind. Now most of our wide-angle photographs usually include a large portion of the reef in the image. Although this part of the photo will be lit by the strobe to bring out the color and the detail, the camera sees it as nothing more than a dark blob. So when we recompose, the camera may think we need more light to properly expose the current scene. Well, we know better, and that's why we use manual exposure control. If we were to use any of the automatic exposure settings, it would result in an overexposure of the ambient light. But sometimes, we can use the camera's automatic exposure control to our advantage. In a place like Galapagos, there's lots of times when aperture priority can come in pretty handy to help us get the shot. When we set for aperture priority, we're telling the camera's exposure control that we wanted to use a specific aperture until we change it. What the camera has to do then is read the amount of ambient light coming in through the lens at that aperture and automatically adjust the shutter speed for the right exposure. And that only makes sense to use underwater when our scene is comprised mostly of blue water. While I was in the Galapagos this past trip, we had several terrific whale shark encounters. But you never know when they'll show up or from which direction. When they do show up, though, 
The action is fast and furious to get to where they're going so you can photograph them. You can preset your ambient exposure, but when the whale shark shows up, you might not have enough time to reset if the sun passes behind a cloud or a whale shark is at a different depth than what you originally based your exposure. By setting for aperture priority, if the lighting conditions do change, you stand a good chance of the ambient exposure being correct, providing the action is happening out in the blue. If you're going to use this technique, you should also set your metering pattern to matrix. Center weighted will work, but matrix would be a better choice. When you use this technique, pay attention to the shutter speed the camera is selecting. You don't want it to pick a speed too slow, or you may have a motion blur in your picture. Try to select an aperture that will give you a shutter speed no slower than a sixtieth of a second. You may have to increase your ISO if the lighting conditions are low. ISO 200 or even 400 are better choices than blurry pictures. You can also tailor the ambient exposure with your exposure compensation setting. If you find your blue water exposures are coming out consistently too bright, you can dial in an ambient exposure compensation so the camera's meter gives you less exposure every time. If your ambient photos are coming out too dark, shift the exposure compensation to give you more exposure. This exposure compensation will affect the ambient meter no matter what exposure mode you're setting. M, S, A, or P. So remember to change it back if you're using it for aperture priority only. So what about adding a strobe? Can you still use aperture priority under these situations? Sure, with a little adaptation. If you think a subject may come close enough for the strobe to have some effect, and that would be around three feet, then select your aperture based on the three-foot strobe exposure from your magic strobe chart. What's that? Don't have a magic strobe chart? Well, then listen to our podcast number 18. Set your aperture based on that three-foot strobe exposure. If the subject is beyond the strobe's effective range, you'll have an ambient exposure. The camera will pick the shutter speed based on that aperture and the lighting conditions. If your subject gets three foot close, you'll have the correct aperture for the strobe, and the camera will set the shutter based on the amount of ambient light it sees. Now watch out for backscatter. If the water is a little silty, move your strobes out to the side. And if your subjects are not coming in close, well then don't bother with the strobe at all. You're only lighting up particles in the water then. No sense adding backscatter when you don't have to. And be careful if the subject gets closer than three foot or if it fills the frame. First, you won't have the right aperture based on the magic strobe chart if the subject moves in real close. You're set for the three foot exposure, not the two foot or the 1.5 foot exposure. Second, the camera will see less blue water and it may give you the wrong exposure. Remember, this technique is for fast-moving action in blue water. It definitely will not work well if you're shooting a subject into the reef where there is no blue water or very little blue water in the picture. Also, if the conditions are very bright, like close to the surface, be careful the camera does not pick a shutter speed faster than what your flash will sync at. Many digital SLR cameras sync at 200 or 250th of a second. If the shutter is faster than that, the strobe will not sync and a portion of your photo will not be lit with the strobe. If you need a specific shutter speed for really fast action, you can also try shutter priority. There, you're setting the shutter speed and letting the camera pick the aperture. Well, this is okay if you're not using a strobe. 
If you do use shutter priority with a strobe, make sure the strobe power stays weaker than the ambient light. And that may be as simple as setting the strobe power to half or quarter power. Manual exposure is still king. When set for manual exposure, you're in control. The camera can think what it wants, but you know what's right for the ambient light. Sometimes though, it's nice to use the camera's automatic settings when you know it will make the right choices. It leaves us with one less thing to adjust when the action is fast and the conditions are right. We encourage you to go to the Podcast 30 page of our website, www.jimchurchphoto.com, to view some great examples of aperture and shutter priority images captured by Mike in Galapagos last week. To get there, click on the Podcast tab at the top of the homepage and go to the October Podcast page. As we say every single week, we enjoy hearing from you, so please continue to send us your ideas for future podcasts. You can do this by emailing us at podcast at jimchurchphoto.com. Remember that you can access the entire archive of our previous episodes on the website as well. So until next week, this is Mike Mizgleski and Mike Haber wishing you safe diving and great photos. We'll see you on the next podcast. Money? Okay, money. You Just think I money? did this for money? Uh, I did this for credit. But you always... For credit. You always knew you couldn't take the credits. Don't you tell me that! I'm the producer of this show. I put this thing together out of spit and polish! It's the best work I've ever done in my life. Because it's so honest.